I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it'll get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hour three of Clay and Buck starts now, everybody. Thank you for being here with us. We have Tudor Dixon joining in the conversation. She's the host of the Tudor Dixon podcast on the Clay and Buck Network. And uh, Tudor, appreciate you calling in. Yes, thank you for having me. We wanted to get your reaction, Tudor. Um, you're you're a mom of of a few a uh, few uh, young kids, and you know four. And uh, yesterday, the news all came in, and and it's it's a just heartbreaking. It's a gut punch to the whole country. Um, Twenty four hours after the the incident, wanted to give you opportunity to just uh, address the people of of America, and and more specifically, the people of the Nashville area. Well, it's it, it hits very close to home for me because of my four girls. Two of them are nine. I have twins that are nine-year-olds, and you wake up and see this, and it is devastating. Well, last night I'm putting them to bed, and and it's hard to not burst into tears when you see them sleeping in their beds because you think about the parents who are going through this incredible tragi- tragedy, and I'm just so mad about it. And I hear all of the sides debating the politics of it and all i can think is you can debate this all you want but you never come up with a solution to keep our kids safe and no realistic solution i never hear someone offer a realistic solution to keep our kids safe and it's not rocket science but this school i mean they had done the stuff that they thought they needed to do they had the one single entry point they had the door locked this person blew through the door i mean it is you know maniac that had this desire to go hurt kids which i can't i cannot understand and we can come up with the political reasons all we want and say this person falls into this category or that category but at the end of the day anybody who goes in and does this falls into the category of some lunatic that we weren't protected against and i'm mad i think you're i think every parent's mad um and i know you've got four i've got three 
I don't know where your girls go to school specifically, and you're right. For people who have not watched the video, uh, this killer comes and shoots her way through locked doors to enter into the school. So she shatters the glass, uh, and that is how she makes her uh, her entryway. I've been saying, and one solution that I see that that isn't remotely partisan, Tudor, when you consider all of the money that we spend on things that don't protect our kids at all, I don't understand why every school doesn't have an armed security guard. I mean, the, the schools, you've been to my house, the schools uh, that my kids go to, public schools uh, outside of Nashville, they have armed security guards. And I'm not saying that that's going to stop this from ever happening, but I do think if every person knew every school in America has an armed security guard there, maybe it gives them pause about the idea that they're going to be able to just go in and take the lives of innocent people with nobody to defend them. Exactly. I mean, I think about the fact that I was in college when you we heard about Columbine, and that was a heck of a long time ago. And we're still going, gee, what's the answer? And how could we possibly do this? And we got to take guns away from everybody, which is when people tell you that, that might feel good. It's a lie. It's not a solution that's actually going to stop somebody from doing this. How do we protect kids? And I've seen technology that would blow your mind that you can have a school that they'll say, oh, this is going to be a school that looks like an, a fortress. No, this technology sets it up so the first bullet flies and everything locks down. And we are not taking this seriously. We will put millions of dollars into schools for reading that never actually impacts reading. We will put hundreds of thousands of dollars into conventions for teachers to go learn about DEI and CRT, but we are not taking care of our kids, making sure that we have security guards there, making sure that the doors lock down, making sure that there are measures in place to trap this person so that they can't get to a classroom. Uh, this, this, this is not extreme. This is what we should be sitting down and saying, what it takes to make sure no parent grieves the loss of their child who went to school. I dropped my kids off this morning and I looked in their eyes and I said, what happens if someone walks into the school today? What do you do? Don't look for them. Don't get distracted. Find a place to hide. And I feel like, how can I be saying this to my kids? How can I be so concerned that I am dropping them off at a place where it's a, it's a gun-free zone. So the only person that's going to have a weapon is the person who's after them? No way. Speaking of Tudor Dixon, she's the host of the Tudor Dixon podcast on the Clay and Buck Network. And, uh, you know, Tudor, I know that in, in your uh, first podcast interview, it was with a firearms expert who was talking about responsible firearms ownership and, and shooting um, skills for, for women, particularly to protect themselves and their families. I wanted to know if there was anything um, that came from that. I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of people right now who are thinking, yeah, obviously you can't be everywhere at all times, and that's why we're talking about hardening the schools. But just an, an understanding of, of self-defense and, and an understanding of what, are, what the possibilities are seems like a worthwhile part of the conversation of trying to make all of us a bit safer. Yeah, we had Rick Ector on, and it was really informative because this is somebody who went from really only having a hunting rifle to saying, I'm going to teach women in Detroit to protect themselves because of a story he saw on the news of a woman who died, and he said she didn't have to die. But we went through the whole MSU shooting, and that was somewhat of a unique school shooting because this is somebody who wandered on campus who had the prosecutor really prosecuted a crime early on, potentially this person would never have been able to 
buy a gun. And this is another situation where the gun was purchased legally. All signs look like in this situation in Nashville, this gun was purchased legally. We can say, we can come up with these false solutions and say we're going to have some gun control method that is going to catch the bad guys, but it doesn't. No matter what state we look in, and that was what Rick was so clear about, he said, look, you have these prosecutors that are soft on crime. They're not doing this. Why not allow people to protect themselves? And we've had folks say, well, if you're a teacher, why shouldn't you be allowed to carry a gun if you want to? And I said to my girls today, what happens if someone comes in your classroom and they say, well, the teacher has a, a bat and she can stand next to the door. And my heart sinks because I'm like, we're using a bat against a gun. I mean, when are we going to say that our kids are worthy of protection and that these stories of gun control are fairy tales? And this, and Rick lays it out pretty clearly as to what happened at MSU and why we should be frustrated with these soft on crime prosecutors that are letting these people go, letting these people back on the streets, letting these people legally buy firearms who under the system the way it is now they wouldn't have been able to but that's the thing people say oh we need stricter laws no we actually have laws that we need to abide by but in this case we've got a mental health issue and that's another whole issue that i don't think we have an understanding of how to get a handle on this because mental health it's not like a broken arm it's not like you know how to set it and get it back together. Mental health is different for everybody, and we're really challenged with this mental health issue. And we're, you know, in a, in, a, in a way, we're glorifying mental health issues right now. And how is that helping our kids? It's confusing our kids even more. And now we've got people going in and shooting up a school that clearly was under mental health care, needed help, but there's no monitoring system for folks like this. And what what is the answer to that? You know, I'm not pretending that I have that answer, but I think that we need, these are the things we need to be mourning over and grieving over and saying we have, this has to be top of mind. It has to be our top priority. I don't disagree at all. Um, you've got four. Like I said, I've got three. This uh, 28-year-old bought seven guns from five different dealers. Uh, she was under treatment. Her parents say they had no idea she had bought seven guns. She was living at home. Uh, I come back again and again, and, I, and I'm not just saying this because uh, you're on Tudor. You've got four kids. We've got every parent, grandparent known to man out there. If your kids have emotional issues, you need to be not only worried about their safety with their emotional issues. You need to be worried about other people's emotional uh, safety and physical safety as well. There needs to be far more, I think, parenting going on here. I just, I, I can't get past it, Buck. We were talking about it last hour. She lived in the home with her parents, and they claimed that she somehow hid seven guns in the house, and they had no idea. That, to me, is is parental failure. I'm sorry. It just is. It's such an awkward situation because you've got a, clearly an adult, but it, this person is living with their parents because they're not capable of being an adult, right? So, right. so at that point, when is the parent culpable? And and in Michigan, you see that the Oxford shooting, the parents are being held accountable That's right. for the the child. And I think, honestly, this is what I think the future is. 
you have to be held accountable for your child's actions. Now, it is a, there is a gray area when the child is 17, 16, 15, then you are mom and dad. When the child is 27 and they're living with you, then are you responsible? You know, if you're a roommate, are you responsible? But you have a child that is living with you because they have mental health issues. How do you not know this? I can't imagine not knowing this. It's like you said, this wasn't, and it's not like these are tiny pistols. We're talking about seven pretty good sized weapons you've got in your household. And it's, it's shocking, and I, I just can't, I can't let this get clouded by the politics of all of it. Because at the end of the day, I cannot get past the fact that six people have lost their lives, and once again, it's going to be out of the news cycle in a couple of days, and maybe this one will be faster. And again, there will be no action on what we do to make sure our most valuable precious good is taken care of. I mean, these are our kids. Listen to the Tudor Dixon podcast on the uh, iHeart app, and it's part of the Clay and Buck podcast network. Tudor, really appreciate your perspective, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, again soon. Thank you here uh, for being here with us. Thank you so much. Asset managers, names you know, are using your retirement funds to further their ESG agenda. Last year, state treasurers across the nation sent a message to stop playing politics with our pensions by divesting $5 billion from these companies. 25 states are suing to block ESG nonsense from endangering your retirement. Republicans on Capitol Hill recently passed a bill blocking the Biden administration from allowing huge asset managers from using your hard-earned money to further their ESG agenda. But while conservatives in the House and Senate have your back, President Biden used his veto pen to kill this bill last week. Senator Joe Manchin, a Democrat who voted to block ESG investing, blasted Biden's veto as infuriating and charged it is putting a radical and progressive agenda ahead of the country's needs. These firms have a fiduciary duty to maximize returns. They should be held to account for playing politics with our pensions and doing it without our consent. To learn how Consumers Research is protecting all of us from these woke investment firms, go to consumersresearch.org. That's consumersresearch.org, paid for by Consumers Research. They're here to shed light on the truth every day. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are rolling through Tuesday edition of the program. Uh, we'll continue to monitor to see whether or not we get any more details about the manifesto. You just heard from Tudor Dixon, her podcast, part of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Podcast Network. More people to come. I think you will enjoy those conversations, those discussions. We're broadening the horizons of the show. Encourage all of you to get out there can, and can subscribe. I just there. I did uh, for this week, Clay, some deep dives with Jack Posobiec. Um, which a lot of you, I'm sure, will find very interesting, both on Ukraine and about Trump 2024. Jack is firmly on the, it is Trump, it is his race, and he's the only one. So um, you should listen to it. Uh, also, uh, Douglas Murray. You know Douglas Murray, War on the West? Yeah, we've had super, him on the show. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, super smart guy. Uh, we talked about a whole range of, of things, including his visit to uh, SEC schools, Clay, which was very interesting, meaning his conversations about Western civilization and history Douglas, not as much time on, you know, Alabama's backup quarterback situation. Yeah, not as much on that. Um, But we discussed that. Uh, So anyway, some great conversations this week. Oh, Anna Paulina Luna as well from uh, from Congress up in uh, the Tampa area of Florida. So go check it out, everybody. For sure. Um, So Trump has not been on Fox News very much. He's been on this radio show way more than he's been on Fox News. But last night, our friend Sean Hannity, who many of you will hear in about 30 some odd minutes, uh, did a sit down with Trump from Mar-a-Lago as a part of his Sean Hannity show. I watched the entire hour long interview because I was curious uh, to see what Trump had to say, given that we haven't had that many long form conversations with him in recent vintage. Uh, and in particular, Uh, Hannity asked him about Ron DeSantis and his relationship. And here is what Trump said Ron DeSantis would be doing if Trump had not endorsed him for governor. The question I'm asked the most about about you of late is Ron DeSantis. What happened? I thought they were friends. What happened? Not friends. I didn't know him well. He said, I'm telling you, I think I could win if I could get your endorsement. And he was you'll have to check the records, but many, many, many points. It was over. So I said, let's give it a shot, Ron, okay? And he was desperate. I said, okay. I gave him a nice endorsement. I said, you write out what you'd like and let me see it. He wrote it out. I thought it was terrible. I changed it, made it great. I gave him a great endorsement. 
I got him the nomination. By the way, could have never gotten the nomination. He would be working in either a pizza parlor place or a law office right now, okay? And he wouldn't be very happy. Wait, first of all, it's a very Why? funny line. <laughs> Why a pizza, pizza parlor, parlor place or, or a law office? office. <laughs> as many as many often make the choice to do. I know uh, personally, if I wasn't doing this radio show, I'd have two options, pizza parlor or be a lawyer. Um, but, uh, but yeah, look, I, it, it is... There is no love lost between these two. It's a funny line. It gets more attention than it would if he just said, "Hey, works in a law office." I, did you watch this whole thing, Buck? I watched, I watched the whole every hour. minute I was of it. Like, yeah, I watched it all last night. You know, Sean sat down with him, and and um, yeah, we Carrie and I were here watching it last night. I am really curious. Um, I, I don't even want to want to weigh in on this um, before I let pe- before we open the lines to folks. If you are all in Trump already now, how did you think Trump did last night? So I don't, I don't want to, if you're a DeSantis, if you're a DeSantis partisan in this one, I probably know how you think Trump did last night, right? But I'm wondering how do people that think that Trump is, is the guy, the only guy, what did they think of the interview? Um, because when we come back, uh, uh, Jason Chaffetz over on Fox. Some of you may have seen this clip. I don't want to. He gave a a very um, uh, forceful. I haven't review. seen this clip. I haven't seen very it. So I'm curious to review. hear. It. Did he think it was awesome sauce and amazing, or did he think that it was the opposite of that? Um, I'm just wondering. We'll come back and play this. I, I want to leave people uh, on on the edge a little bit on this one because I'm really curious to know what the uh, response from some of this audience was about this before before we even weigh in, just in terms of how Trump did in the interview and his answers and what he said. And By the way, I, I'm already going to get people just asking the question. You get yelled at now. You know that, right? If you say, hey, oh, guys, you- how do you think Trump did? There will be people who are like, how dare you ask how he I told he you, did. Buck, this is sports, man. If you have ever done sports talk radio and there is an intense rivalry, anytime you discuss it, if it's Alabama-Auburn, if it's Ohio State-Michigan, if it is Kentucky-Louisville, you insert whatever great rivalry, Red Sox-Yankees, anything you say other than one side is amazing and the other one stinks, you're super biased. That's the world we're in now. Yeah. The Tunnel of to the Towers Foundation is building its Let Us Do Good Village in Lando Lakes, Florida. This is a little community just northeast of Tampa. It's the first of its kind, a neighborhood of about 100 homes for Tunnel to Towers recipients. A Gold Star family, the Thorntons, moved in first. Widow Danielle and her children, Jalen and Kinsley. After the death of her husband and father, Robert, a U.S. Army sergeant, Danielle calls the home a blessing. In the Let Us Do Good Village, Gold Star families of fallen first responders and catastrophically injured first responders and service members are neighbors. Heroes and families of heroes live in one community so they can help one another to heal. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our nation's greatest heroes have made for our country and our communities. Make the Let Us Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. Clay and I are both monthly donors. Please join us. Tunnel the Towers Foundation. That's T, the number two, T.org. So we said we'd uh, we'd hear from our uh, friend over at Fox, Jason Chaffetz. Well, we'd play the clip where he talked about the Trump interview last night. I watched the whole thing. Uh, Sean did the first really meaningful sit, uh, sit down with him in, I think, about six months that no one's really talked to Trump, but 
this length for for quite some time. Uh, certainly worth going and uh, and folks tuning into it on on Fox if you if you missed it last night. But by the way, did we get some? I want to. Did we get a bunch of calls in on this? I'm so because I, I wanted them lined up. One of them lined up before. Oh, okay. I mean, so Clay, this is the problem. Okay, this is a, this is a challenge that I have here. We we take we only have so many lines, whatever it is. Uh, we've got you know a half dozen or so phone lines we can take at one time here, right? And if all the lines light up with one with one opinion, there's not people will say, well, why can't you take a more varied? You know, we'll get we'll get a little bit of heat. People say, well, you're just picking and choosing. We're literally going with the calls that we have that have to get past the screener for topic, you know, for being topical and and clarity of the of the actual connection. But we're just taking what we're getting when we put this out. I just want to say that before we get to some of these calls. I mean, here was the Jason Chaffetz response to the Trump sit down with Hannity in terms of how Trump did play it. I thought Sean Hannity did a good job, um, but I watched that and I thought, where is Donald Trump? I, I voted for Donald Trump twice. I have defended him countless times. I thought he was horrific. I think that was the worst interview I've seen the president do. He was whining. He was complaining. Um, he played the victim card time and time again. Um, and then after that, he complained that, you know, somebody had endorsed was now running against him. <laughs> and I, I, I thought he was absolutely horrific. He's the former president of the United States. Act like it. He didn't in that interview. I'm just saying that, that's the that's the most uh, elbows in the paint I've ever heard Jason throw anywhere on anything. Really, maybe going back to when he was in the Benghazi hearings in Congress. He's a talented guy. I watched the interview and I left thinking, "Oh, I like Donald Trump and Sean Hannity more than I did before I sat down and watched the interview." Well, I mean, Trump right? is so, like, super funny and engaging and was yeah, very and, and funny. I thought, and I thought Sean was well-prepared and the questions were good. And maybe it's just that you and I watched so much and listened to so much Trump. None of the answers really surprised me, but I thought he did a pretty good job of answering them in an you know, engaging way. And I thought he didn't dodge anything, of course, uh, I, that Hannity was asking. I will just say this, though. I mean, trying to interview Trump, having done it, numerous times clay's done it numerous times it is it is rogue elephant time i mean you are trump is going where he's going i just you know people will say why don't you jump in more you you try to jump in on trump more when he's in the middle of an answer and look he's the former president he's the candidate you know people are going to want to hear what he has to say more than anything else obviously but even if you try to shape the conversation a little bit more or follow up trump has just this way he's like a He's like a verbal steamroller. You know, you, you cannot what do you think, by the way, about the loyalty argument, because on the one hand, I, I do think I can see, OK, Ron DeSantis, I do believe, is the governor of Florida the first time because of Trump. That is, I buy into Trump 100 percent. DeSantis would not have been elected governor of Florida in 2018 without Trump. But DeSantis then served four years as governor of Florida did not get the Trump endorsement at all in 22 and won by 19 points. So I can both simultaneously see the Trump argument of, hey, I helped Ron get his opportunity. But then when you prove that you're really good at that job and that you're so good at that job that you deserve another one. Let me give you a sports analogy, Buck. If 
you went out and you said, hey, I know sports. You should go draft this guy. He's going to be a really good baseball pitcher, right? And then you go draft him, and he plays for four years in the minor leagues, and he got his start with that team because you said draft him, and then he ends up the day one starter of the Major League Baseball team and bumps you down to two. I don't think any athlete would come out and say, I thought it was really disrespectful that he took the starting nod over me given he got his opportunity because of me. I mean, I'll just say my, my version of or my you know feeling about about that argument is uh, there are people in conservative media who only do the jobs they do in some cases because I reached out to them, made connections for them, and some of them have become very successful. I would say that three out of four of the people that I can think of who are in that role, you know, they're like polite to me, but there's never, there's no sense of like, oh, thank you. And like, there's no sense of loyalty. They've just gone on and done their own thing. But I always say I do it for the movement and I do it because I like to help people. I don't do it because I want anything in response. Now that's just trying to help people in our business, Clay. Isn't what's most important what's best for the country? Who is best for the role right now? That to me, I think is the overriding consideration and should be for Trump. And for DeSantis. Now, Trump obviously thinks he is, and he is ahead in the polls, and he's the former president, and I get it. But I don't think it's fair to think that somebody should be excluded from their call to service. You know, DeSantis may have prayed on this a lot, and, and he may feel called to it. And that's something we're going to be here. He hasn't even announced yet, right? So we're also having this crazy discussion yeah, about let me, it. Let me also make this analogy, Buck, because I think it's maybe even better than the one I just did. If you hire somebody as an assistant coach in any sport and they are so good that they get a head job and then they end up coaching against you in the Super Bowl, you would never say, I can't believe he's trying to beat me in the Super Bowl. The only reason he even has a job is because I found him when nobody else would give him a chance and now he's in the Super Bowl because of me. How dare he try to beat me? Like That would be a ludicrous argument for a former head coach who hired his assistant to make. And that, to me, is kind of what Trump is doing here. Like I said, we're going to close it out here by, oh, we got we got a bunch of people on the line. If the line is busy, just know that we're going to rack and stack some calls here. So once you hear one and we finish that call, you can then jump in. Because I want to get a diversity of perspective. <laughs> that word. A diversity oh, of perspective. Watch out, D-I-E. You know, uh, on this one. Um, and, and right now... I think they're all leading in one direction, but it's just what do we think of the uh, the interview last night, the Trump response? Uh, there there were some funny moments with Trump. There's a reason why this guy was able to do what he what he did in 2016. But I, I want to hear from the folks out there, and and I I want to try to always we're trying to play this as fair and square. Or is it fair and square or square and fair? Fair and, fair square. and square is what I've always right, heard. Thank you. Fair fair and square as we can. Right. As we can. And that means opening up to all of you. Um, I mean, look, I mean, I just had Jack Posobiec. We sat down for an hour. Go listen to Clay and Buck podcast. Oh, and we have the is it the the president of the Heritage Foundation will be popping by. Yes, say, we're going to be joined hello. just a moment by Kevin Roberts. I'm up here in uh, in D.C. broadcasting literally from the Heritage Foundation offices. So he's going to step in and say hi in this next segment. All right. So we'll come back to that in a second. Clay, what do you got for us? 
Uh, In the meantime, I want to tell you all about our friends at Hillsdale and how impactful they have been in terms of helping to fight battles that matter so much when it comes to education in our country. Uh, In particular, Hillsdale is going to make sure that they go out and give you the best possible education everywhere. And if you got young kids, you know what I'm talking about when it comes to senioritis. Got kids that are starting to finish off their senior year. Uh, and Hillsdale College starts uh, closing out the year on March 13th. That's when commencement happens. After four years of study, every one of their grads will tell you it's the best place to receive a top-notch classical liberal arts education in the entire United States. When these kids graduate, they've studied the great books, history of Western civilization and America, and the meaning and history of the Constitution. Hillsdale founded in 1844 to offer the kind of education needed to preserve civil and religious liberty, holds true to that mission today while refusing to accept one penny of taxpayer funding, not even indirectly in the form of student grants and loans. Hillsdale students also abide by an honor code which ensures a unity of purpose and fosters lively, civil, and intelligent debate. Best part, we can learn from Hillsdale for free, all of us can, through Imprimus, and by taking online courses on American history, the Constitution, and other subjects. You can see for yourself. Learn more about Hillsdale at clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. That's clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. The Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives with cool content, surprise guests. Get it all on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? 
For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. Closing up shop here, Tuesday edition of the program. I have said I'm broadcasting from the Heritage Foundation in D.C. to sit in with us on this final segment of the show, Kevin Roberts. He is still recovering from his beloved Texas Longhorns, Buck. You don't know anything about this. Losing down the stretch against Miami to cost themselves a final four appearance. I saw the Longhorns almost defeat the Crimson Tide in person at right. Is that the right team? Thank yeah, you. we were in Austin for the the game between Texas and Alabama uh, back in September of last year. Clay forgets Amazing my beloved scene. my beloved Longhorns. He forgets that I'm. I very was supposed to be at that game in the same box with the two of you and our shared oh, friends. Oh yes, but I got a call to be in Bedminster with a former president. To oh, talk there you about go, big timing. Yeah, and I, we... and I told him, you know, sir, I, no disrespect, but the Longhorns, I, I got to follow this game. <laughs> so we are uh, talking about the. You're in an interesting spot, like a lot of people are as the primary season hit uh, catches up on in earnest. And we wanted to give people an opportunity to react. I'm sure you saw the Sean Hannity interview last night uh, with President Trump, where he discussed uh, that he thought that DeSantis was being disloyal. Uh, and let's go in here. Diane in Melbourne, Florida. By the way, thank you for allowing me to do the show from here. You guys do tremendous work uh, at the Heritage Foundation. Diane in Melbourne, Florida. Uh, what did you think of the interview? How would you assess uh, what you saw last night from Trump? Well, I, I thought Trump was good. I'm a big Trump supporter. I'm a big DeSantis supporter. And I, I thought uh, you know Trump did a good job. But I'll tell you, I'm a little soured on DeSantis after his very lukewarm or absolutely, actually non-support of Trump against the malicious prosecution of Brad. Yeah. Um, I, I was a little surprised when Trump didn't support uh, or when DeSantis, DeSantis didn't support Trump after the Mar-a-Lago raid. That sort of shocked me. But then after he didn't support him with the Bragg thing, you know, it, it just gives me pause. You, you, you want your governor to have your back. I mean, I'm a conservative. DeSantis is supposedly a conservative. So, you know, I think if Bragg came after me, would I get any support? You know, I, I just think it was a big unforced error on DeSantis's part. And after he did that, I, I started to do some research on uh, DeSantis. And, you know, I'm reading reports that um, he's supported by Paul Ryan and Jeb Bush. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm uh, I'm getting a little fired on him now. Thank Diane, you for the pre- call, Diane. Yeah, appreciate it. Roy that. in Florida also, Buck, uh, wants to weigh in. What did you think, Roy? Good afternoon, guys. Yes, DeSantis is my governor, but like Chavis said, he was whining every bit of it. But let me ask you a question. Maybe you can get into this tomorrow. Wait, 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 wait I'm sorry. Who was whining? Trump every... was whining, or you thought you thought Trump was whining, like Chavis Trump said? Was whi- yeah, Trump was whining. You know, it's like listen to me, because he hasn't spoken. You you haven't heard anything at length from him in months. 
until until Hannity's interview. But let me ask you this question. You remember when they said they were going to have a red wave come last election? It didn't yeah, I was happen. one of those people. I was one of those people saying it, Roy. I thought we were going to get it. Okay. I was wrong. I did, too. But now Trump is limited to one term if he does get reelected, which leads to term limits. But that's another story. What if, and I'm saying this with kindness, what if these two knuckleheads got together in a room and said, hey, let me run for president. Let me take you for the vice presidency, groom you. I do one term, then you run for president and maybe get two terms out of it, and the Republicans stick it right back to the Democrats. Um, it's a thought. Look, it, it's a thought. <laughs> it, it's definitely a thought. Look, it's a thought that a lot of people have, have been sharing, um, that they would team up. Uh, I, I just, I mean, look, if it, if it happened, it would be remarkable and I think it would be unstoppable politically. Um, I don't think that anybody has the expectation that that is going to happen, but that doesn't mean that it can't. And it certainly would be interesting. Um, what is best for the country is our uh, guiding star here to the degree that it can be. And, uh, I, I think that Anything that's pushing in that direction is is to the good. Matt in Columbus, Ohio, on the uh, Trump pizzeria reference. What's going on, Matt? Uh, how you guys doing? I love the show. Thank you. Uh, you have great that. taste in radio. Comment. <laughs> I believe that uh, Trump made the uh, pizza parlor comment to DeSantis because multiple times he's referred to him as a groomer, and I think he's referencing Pizzagate. No, I don't think that's. Nah, I don't think that's. I don't see. I that. think DeSantis he he might have been taking a little Ron. bit. Yeah, a little he, bit of an Italian shot by saying he'd be working in a pizza parlor. That's the meatball Ron reference. I'm curious. We've got Kevin Roberts from the Heritage Foundation in here with us. How much more difficult is primary season for you guys as opposed to general election season? Well, first of all, we have a deep bench, so it's glorious. We're talking about multiple candidates, right? But the it, it's difficult because we're friends with all of these guys and gals. Yeah. Because whoever the next president is, whoever he or she is, the, the voters will have their say. We want heritage and conservative policies to reign supreme because we're going to need two, if not three, consecutive terms of conservative governance to take back the country. Buck, we hear, I bet, most commonly among our audience, a desire not for Trump to win or DeSantis to win, but for them to be on the same ticket. Don't you? I mean, if we were really just analyzing the amount of well, that's what I hear from people most yeah, often well, is they want them on the same ticket. They're two they're two great they're two great warriors for the cause. And you know, it's it's impossible to talk about Trump, I think, without recognizing first of all the unbelievable victory. I mean Trump saved us, and I've never forgotten this. Trump saved us from eight years of Hillary Clinton. Okay, so just correct. Wor- worth pointing that out. Um, and and then I think governed very well on a whole variety of fronts. We can't get into all of it now. We don't have all the time. But Trump was, I thought, a very strong president. And you know now you just have the is it the you know this is the classic. It, it feels almost like Shakespearean drama here, or one of the classic operas, like the. You know, the the up and coming prince versus the uh, the aging king. You know, who's the best to rule the kingdom? Well, ultimately, you want what's best for the kingdom and you hope that they work it out and they figure it out. You know, so that's that's where I would take this. Clay. That's that's how I see it. We got Brett in Wisconsin and we're just taking these calls in order. There is no favoritism. Brett, what do you got for us? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for the call. Hey, I just wanted to point out that uh, I'm kind of sick of the fact that Trump still doesn't understand politics after all these years. Um, you would think he would know that there really is no loyalty or there is, there is very few loyalties. I mean, it was kind of nice in 15, 16, 17 when he was kind of this guy, you know, who was, he wasn't a politician, you know, but it, 
there comes a point where you got to kind of play along, you know, not so much play along, but you got to understand the game that you're in, you know, and, you know, this whining about these people, you know, I mean, he did it to Ted Cruz, you know, he couldn't believe Ted Cruz or, or, you know, or Scarborough, you know, people would shake his hand and then go on TV and he couldn't understand why these people were savaging him on TV after shaking his hand, you know, and I just, it's like, get with it, man. <laughs> it always reminds me, Buck, thank you for the call, of when people say, I'm so sick of them playing politics. And you're like, that's literally the game they're in. You know, nobody's like, I'm so sick of them playing football. Yeah, that, they're playing football. You know, like, mm-hmm. politics is a game in many ways. And, you know, that Trump is in the political game. We got Kevin Roberts from the Heritage Foundation. I want to give you the last word, sir. 20 seconds. Thanks for taking care of my buddy, Clay. Uh, happy to have you. Well, we need every elected official who's conservative to wield the power that he or she has. What time is it in America? It's time for us to charge hills and take this great country back. Amen for that. We'll be with you tomorrow. Thanks for hanging with us on Clay and Buck. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.